these situations are very, very painful. And at this point, I'm, I'm 16. I'll be 17 in August. And it's really my childhood. I was, I think, six maybe when Sandy Hook happened. And now I'm a, a, like I'm 16. And the Texas shooting has happened. I still remember the Stoneman Douglas um, Parkman shooting, Parkland shooting. And it's just really, really tiring and, and painful. Well, for one, I think that in general, we are des- desensitized to all that's going on. And whether that's because it happens so much or because we see so much because of social media, it's making it really hard for people to grasp how cruel and how evil the things that are going on are. And I know that I learned recently that the entry wound of an AR-15 is the size of an orange. And so to just imagine a orange-sized hole in, in a child, a 10, 11-year-old, or even like Sandy Hook, where it's five-year-olds, four-year-olds, six-year-olds, it is very, very scary, very sad, very painful, very, I can't even think of another adjective, but it's like really, really messed up. And and so I spared myself with any details of, of these shootings um, before having to research this um, to cover these tragedies. And it was way easier to operate m- my day-to-day life um, with the shooting on and off my mind. But then once you learn more and you learn more and more and more, there's so much more to be outraged about, so much more things left on your mind. And particularly something that stuck with me um, about this Texas shooting um, was when I learned that one of the little girls who died wanted to be a marine biologist. And that like made me cry immediately only because I was her age when I decided that that's what I wanted to do. I was in fifth grade. Um, The school that I go to, the program that I chose, Marine Biology Research Program, the community that I I created and I'm in uh, now with my school, it was all possible when I was in fifth grade, when I was just like her. Actually, we watched a movie in class and that sparked my interest in marine biology. And before they died, they were watching a a movie in class. And it's just like, I, it's hard to fathom how someone could be driven to do these things. And I know that people have crazy thoughts. All types of people have messed up thoughts. Um, But when we equip them, with what they need to do so, it's it's very, it's very crazy. 
And even the fact that these are 18 year olds, teenagers, killing and, and shooting people, that's absolutely ridiculous. 18 years old. I'm pretty sure the Parkland shooter, 18. The Buffalo shooter, 18. Uvalde, 18. I know 18 year olds. That's very, very scary. They don't even like, it's, it's very scary. And up here in New York, after the Buffalo shooting, they canceled the US history regents. Um, and if you don't know what that is, regents are just our standardized testing. Um, and since COVID, we haven't had to take them since I'm a junior now. I was supposed to take one, I believe my freshman year, sophomore year, and I still, I've st- I haven't taken any and I won't have to take any at this point um, my whole high school career. They did keep the, I think there was math regents and English regents, but they canceled the U.S. history regents. And I have a teacher who feels really strongly about how unimportant <laughs> the regents are, and a lot of people feel that way. I, I think I can say that I feel that way as well. But they said that they they were canceling the regents because it could bring up um, a trauma response in students taking the test. I can't um, say whether or not that's true, but I can just think of any type of scenario. The moment I, I saw anything about civil rights, which is a topic of US history, I would have immediately thought of of the Buffalo shooting or any time I saw any act of violence for people just being who they are, I would have thought about Buffalo. And recently I went to a, a church in Harlem it's a beautiful church. And I was sitting in, in the church and all I could think of was the AME church in Charleston and and how those people died because it was a predominantly, predominantly black church. And the church I went to was predominantly black um, this past Sunday. And then I was on Instagram and there's someone in Coney Island who goes to churches and will ask, is this a black church or is this a white church? And then leaves. But in our current state in America, that's a very scary, not only action, but just the, the energy that the guy had. Very, very scary. And so... I'm just worried and I think like so many people are and I don't have I don't think I have much to say other than the fact that I wish that there's something that we can do right now to get guns off the streets which there are but something that I can literally do right now the snap of a finger that could prevent anything like Buffalo like Columbine Sandy Hook Uvalde, um, any of these, any of these things. And then when we were talking about gun violence, so often we're speaking of mass shootings at schools, churches, I don't know, 
random places, malls, movie theaters. But so often we don't talk about um, the violence in inner cities. Maybe we talk about Chicago or, or wherever else. But even like in New York City, gun violence in the hands of 14 year olds. There was just a 10 year old girl who died from a, a, a stray bullet um, at the hands of I think of a 15 year old boy who was trying to shoot someone else. Like, I don't understand why guns are so accessible. They're intended to kill people. Why can people own something that can kill people, especially automated assault rifles? That, I, I can partially understand a regular firearm, but assault rifles, what do we need those for? I don't understand. I know a girl whose mom got shot in the lobby of her apartment building. She wasn't the intended target. I know a boy on the same block in the same project buildings was shot in the head. And I think this happened in a span of of months. Gun violence is always senseless, always, always stupid, and, and we can't change these people's minds or whatever is driving them to to kill immediately. We can't do that immediately. We do need to start allocating funds to programs and um, recreational centers for, for youth. Um, but we can get guns off the streets. We can stop equipping people with with something that can kill people in seconds. That can kill children in seconds. Um, yeah, that's a lot for me. And this is really a disturbing topic and it's really painful. And it reminds me of, at this point, um, gun culture and gun violence in America is a part of my childhood and, and as a part of so many um, ch- kids' childhood, my peers, everyone. And, and the survivors of these shootings have to grow up and then see that nothing has changed. I saw something that said the, the students of Columbine, the survivors, they now are old enough to have children and their children must live through the same thing. When we said 9-11 will never happen again, never again, never again, our, our officials meant that. Our government meant that. They've done a lot to make sure that nothing like, nothing like that would happen again. But now we're in a position, we're definitely in a position to stop how gun violence is looking right now to alter the course of thousands of lives being taken away because of gun violence. And we're not doing anything over a right to bear arms and over old, I don't even know if I can say old beliefs because people are so passionate about owning guns, but I don't know. This topic 
annoys me, pains me, a lot of other words. Um, and I'm not really here to speak on gun regulation or legislation simply because I'll have a guest coming on to perspective to speak to that very, very soon. But I'm just worried that we're desensitized. I know that I am to a lot of issues. I witnessed the same thing sort of happen um, in terms of um, police brutality and and, um, crimes against black people. I became desensitized to it. I'd scroll, see three different instances of racism and hatred on my timeline, and I was just like over it. But I I really hope that somehow we can all maintain, you know, restlessness and, and, and being tired and angry because that is what fuels change. Um, and yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening and sticking with me and I will be having, um, some more episodes for you soon, some more people to stop by and share their ideals and beliefs and perspectives. (laughs) That, That was, that was corny. Anyway, Uh, It's your girl Sahara. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you on the next episode of Perspective.